0: It's not fair for them, mm. uh, for me to be always sitting around with my phone and checking my blogs and Instagram or whatever. I need to give that another time, so I'll give that one hour later on. Because any of the dishes that I prepare, if I'm preparing without video shooting or anything, it doesn't even take half an hour.
1: Yeah, yeah. faffing exactly, around, and putting, putting the camera. No, the light didn't work. No, I, right? it, exactly, you know. No.
0: So all this effort comes into play as a challenge. Mm. And in addition to the challenge of going to the office, dropping your kids to school, Coming back, you know, sitting a bit, then realizing what you're ready to do again for the next day. So there's a lot of pre planning and yeah. planning that takes place. I'm it
1: takes sure a
0: lot of that. mental does, space, yes, right? Yes. I'm like, in my head, I was like, what did I used to do? Yeah, <laughs> what, exactly. What, <laughs> what? what is, I was just on Netflix. Yeah, you know, she's just like, yeah, we could do something. But now your focus is totally different.
1: Welcome to a new episode of Bedun Sukkar, where we discuss and question social norms uh, with no sugarcoating or filter. Um, today's topic is about pursuing your passion and elevating your life and maybe the lives of others. And what does that mean for us? And to discuss this, I have a guest that I recently met in a networking event. He is also corporate, so we aligned on that. Corporate, but decided to pursue cooking and chefing passion, let's call it. And he goes by the name of Chef Bezos yes, or Ahmed.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Hi. Hi, Roseanne.
1: Welcome to today's episode and thank you for joining us. It's
0: my pleasure. And absolutely, uh, I'm, I'm absolutely and really happy to be part of this podcast. So thank you for inviting me. Mm,
1: yeah. Let's start with your name because you know yeah. I'm going to ask you this.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> my name is Ahmed Bassem, Rafat, uh, in the corporate world known as Ahmed Rafat, but as a chef known as Ahmed Bassem, <laughs> So on chef LinkedIn, Bezos. we'll
1: find you as Ahmed, Ahmed Rafat.
0: Okay. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find me there. But in uh, Instagram and social media, I'm known as Chef Bezos Ahmed Yeah.
1: So why Chef Bezos?
0: Well, that's something that I'd call out for my son. He Mm. decided to call me Chef Bezos because he realized that I'm more of these exclusive and highly privileged chefs. I don't (laughs) just cook falafel or fool, you know. No, Mm. I cook really fine dishes at home. So you're like the rich chef at home so he related it to the real jeff bezos but of course I there is it. no comparison whatsoever <laughs>
1: <in>. <laughs> um so how did it start because today we want to talk about pursuing our passion yes. i started a podcast you started chefing. tell me yeah, more absolutely. about what made you do this
0: well to be honest it has a, also a link to my astrological sign being a gemini <laughs> so we tend to I divert every yeah so we tend to divert every once in a while to something and thankfully the thing that actually locked with me was food so being a chef What happened was back in 2020, during the COVID period, Mm -hmm. so everyone was pretty much staying at home. I decided to start a new thing, and that was culinary and finishing arts. So I joined the School of Culinary and Finishing Arts here in Dubai, and we sat for a six-month course, just going through every single Mm -hmm. tiny detail in cooking, from the time you start cutting, how do you do the cutting, uh, the different types of cuts and knives, and the understanding of the different types of cooking, uh, the history of cooking, how it all started, how does it integrate to our daily life, and uh, the calories, mm. the grams of fat and protein. And so there was a lot of things that we actually g- went in depth into. And this kind of elevated my knowledge to understanding mm. how can I actually put this into practice at home in my own kitchen, you know. And since then, I've grown immense passion to different types of cuisines whether it's from Peru, Chile, all the way down to India and China and Japan and Russia so even parts of Europe so I've grown an understanding to the different types of dishes and methodologies of cooking and it's amazing how you can actually sort of interpret this into your day-to-day life. You know, I don't have to eat falafel every day when I can cook something else, for instance. I'm really fond of the Indian cuisine. Mm. I love the street food that they have there, for instance. Going down to the Egyptian food, Mm. Lebanese, uh, also in the Arab area. Here in the UAE, their local food is incredible. So not all people have this access to Mm. that kind of cuisine. So I'm trying to bring that on board and make sure that people actually kind of understand different foods and different methodologies of cooking it's not always fatta or roz or uh, lahma or batatsu or or like in Egyptians growing up it's always been buftek and macarona you know that's oh, really that's, like yeah, together or yeah. that's separate macarona buftek <laughs> you know that's anywhere know. you know yeah. ask any Egyptian mom that's all, right. all they do is just eat uh, what are you going to cook today for us mom for lunch it's buftek and macarona it's the easiest especially if it's it a is. working mom yes so you just go back home buftek and macarona that's and, it
1: and, you and know? it's at scale you can do a lot absolutely. of it absolutely you, remember, know?
0: And you know, everyone love it. Just yeah. some ketchup, macarona, and bosteak <laughs> <apple laughs> <laughs> and you're good, you know?
1: Um, I was cooking something you've always wanted to do? Like, what sparked cooking specifically?
0: Well, that's a very good question. Actually, I was, uh, to be honest, pre-diabetic. Okay. So with this diagnosis I had to sort of uh, take a new uh, healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. and uh, new eating habits and it's uh, something that I thought I'd never do. Yes. But then... I joined a few communities here and there, here in Dubai, between the Integrated Diabetes Center. And I sat with many people to understand how we can overcome this. Because type 2 diabetes is a lifestyle disease. So it's something that we can definitely overcome. And I managed to do that. I was a lot fatter. Maybe I'd need two chairs to actually be able to sit here Yeah, back then. But now I managed to take that on board. And with the culinary uh, studies that I did, Mm -hmm. eventually I was able to take that seriously on a on a different note it took me time maybe a year and a half to actually lose that much weight but as long as you're, that
1: was a lifetime giving it that dedication. That exactly, you know,
0: it, it pays off at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't able to wear anything from Zara. You know, back uh, in I the believe it, I know
1: exactly. What I mean. <laughs> um, so I was diagnosed with pre-diabetes as well. Oh, in 2016, and I was heavy as well. Mm. And I was heavy my entire life, more like yo-yoing as
0: yeah, up as and down. Yeah, you know, another, yeah. you know that.
1: And then um, at one point, nothing was working you were just gaining weight. It's a black hole in your stomach. Meal
0: plans, you know, going to diets, nothing. Nothing works.
1: It made things worse, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I finally went the surgical route. I was very ashamed of it for a very long time because I said I was doing it in the easy way. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's the easy way out. A lot of people do that. Yeah, although
1: it's not. It has its own side effects. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, it's so. Did it 2016? Now what are we? 2023. I only changed my lifestyle maybe two, three years ago. Because it's so un- so hard to unlearn mm. the way we eat in our it society. It is. And you realize like this is, you're set for life, you know. Correct. And uh, if you don't change it, it's very hard to change because it's emotional. It's what your body's used to it. Absolutely. It's it's an addiction of its own way, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And like I, only, I, I would never consider salad a whole meal.
0: And it's not. T- That's what we misunderstood. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I, I wouldn't. And uh, it was more mental than anything. It took me a very long time. So kudos to you because I feel you. Thank you, Rosanna. <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously. And
0: thank you for bringing that word up, mental, because it all relates to the mental well-being of how yes. we position ourselves in our day and society and community, whatever, whether it's at work in the office or at home with the family or being in the kitchen for me or sitting with friends. So it's all about where exactly does your mental well-being stand, you know, Mm. and what do you rely on to make sure that you're efficiently, well, and effectively happy to pursue your day, you know, because before when I was pre-diabetic, three, four years ago, going to the office, I used to rely a lot about ordering food from outside. You know, I thank Talabat and Deliveroo (laughs) for all that effort (laughs) and work and the the stuff that they're doing to us. But again, they're not touching on that healthy side. Until recently, they started Mm. introducing these lovely, healthy um, restaurants and all. So... I decided why don't I make my own food? Mm. And I'm really passionate about sous videing food. I love to sous vide food. So sous vide is, is a term just to say about slow cooking mm. but in a faster pace, you know. Mm. So you slow cook your tenderloin beef or your chicken or so whatever you want to do and it gives you that nice juicy firm beef well cooked tender I haven't
1: piece had lunch meat,
0: you know me too stop
1: know? it <laughs> you're making me hungry so
0: <laughs> yeah so I I started doing my plans for the entire week with my mashed yeah. potatoes and salad so I have my three mm. course meal that I took. and take that was after you learned after I learned okay yeah. so that's my three course meal I stopped buying food from outside I only go outside if I'm invited to something or mm. we have a gathering or something so this kind of elevated my uh, eating habits and I used mm. to always bring also sometimes desserts healthy desserts yeah. to the office so they loved it as well and hopefully sometime soon i'll i'll make sure you taste uh, one of my cakes or something to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this kind of put me at a different stand yeah. uh when it comes to to my eating habits same with my family again i introduced these kind of meals and dishes to the family and in the beginning, it wasn't easy because they're used to, as I said, Bufteko macaroni, and batatas, Kusa potatoes and Alpha. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Everything is rice, rice, yeah. rice for us God, Arabs. It's I love just, rice. But yeah, everyone it's so loves bad. rice. Yeah. it is. But yeah. there are nice alternatives too. Exactly. I mean, but we don't
1: explore that, yeah, we, we don't, don't think about it, or that's we do it I in a diet. that's what build.
0: Exactly. Yes. That's what I want people to understand. There are more delicious alternatives. Yes that we can put in our day-to-day course. Salad doesn't always have to be cucumber and tomato. There's a lot of salads, you know. There's a lot of things that we can embed into sauces, different cuisines, you know, that you can put put into your day. It will just make you happy. Because, again, touching back on mental well-being, it's part of it is food. It's (laughs) what you eat. Yes, a big part of it. You eat something to make you happy. Why would you eat something to be sad or... You don't put salt or pepper. What's the point? You just eat sick chicken or sick beef. Because I know a lot of people. My brother is one of these people. He doesn't put anything on the meat. But that's he not the point. He eats the steak <laughs>
1: no. as it
0: is, you know. I'm like, dude, you know, add some sauce, you Yeah. Know, make and, it a bit wild, like, spice uh, it up.
1: <clears throat> They're low-calorie. Yeah, the they then? make it so different. I
0: cannot work a steak without herbs, yeah. you know, and... Uh, Kudos to whoever came up with herbs in life. I mean, saraha it's amazing. <laughs> did yeah. f- everyone is a, they did everyone a favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh, so where are you now? You studied uh, and you became a chef. Mm. And now what are you doing with that? How, how does that look like in your daily life?
0: Well, to be honest, so I have my corporate life usually from 8 to 5, uh, unless we have any meetings or events. And then uh, family, of course, comes as a priority. Then I give my time for chefing later in the evening. So... What happens is every week Mm. I introduce a new recipe uh, or a new dish through my Instagram or uh, YouTube and TikTok. These are the three platforms that I'm mainly active on. Of course, I'm active on LinkedIn, but that's my corporate (laughs) professional life. And I'm kind of, what do you call it, an influencer, but on the corporate side in my own career. But again, on the chefing It's something that I'm growing uh, through joining this meetup agency as well. They're Mm -hmm. lovely people. You know them. They're helping me grow my network and uh, hopefully interact with more influential people Mm -hmm. like your good self, who would be actually appreciating the type of things that we do, you know. So with the introduction of new recipes, understanding the different cultural cuisines Mm -hmm. between different countries, how can this be applied to your own house kitchen? Because we don't give time. To find dining at home. Why do I have to go to Zuma or Roberto's or and pay that much money We can when I can actually do the same mm. dish at home? I know a lot of people feel lazy about it. They yeah. like the ambience and everything. But what if you're just sitting at home and you want to cook something nice and quick and different? I, I feel you know? at
1: home we cut ourselves short. Is that what you say? Yeah, and
0: exactly. You know, just... You- Order and it will come, you know, why should I do it myself? But there's a joy when you prepare your own food, you know, you have your own ingredients and you don't have to be a super executive chef to actually do it yourself. Very simple steps that you can cook your own food with.
1: So is that your mission with Chef Bezos?
0: Well, yes, that's part of it. I've Mm. also started something called the Chef Bezos Academy. That's for uh, children. Mainly my son is one of them and a lot of my in-laws and kids. Mm. So you're talking about 12, 15 uh, little ones where I teach them the ethics of being in a kitchen because being in a kitchen requires a lot of patience. Yes. And kids lack that in general. So When they come into the kitchen with me, uh, holding of a knife or cutting a fruit or a vegetable, one of the things we did was fruit kebabs. So you get these fruit kebabs. They loved it. They were astonished how they were able to actually cut a watermelon and a kiwi and a strawberry into certain shapes to actually put it in that kebab stick and start eating it because it, it took them time to realize that and they were happy they actually learned different techniques of cutting the permentier from the brunoise to the different types of squares and circles and so this this is these are part of 101 kitchen knife skills you know that anyone would learn you know so they were very happy about that mm. and then we elevated that to actually making your own pasta pasta mm. is nothing but eggs and flour so mixing that like together from scratch. yeah from scratch they made their own pasta and we cooked it and they actually ate it they added their own sauce tomato sauce and they were happy and they're all what 11 years old 12 mm. years old So this is part of that academy that comes into the kitchen, in addition to teaching them other uh, techniques and ethics of life, whether we're learning a new language, like we started with Italian. So we started learning Italian together, how to count from one to 10 and maybe the alphabets and some of the basics of the language, how to order coffee. Like one of my favorites is macchiato. So I'm like, una macchiato. So I want one macchiato. And they Mm. were like really happy. So they kept repeating that word uh, a lot in the class. But yeah, so this Chef Bezos Academy is something I do on weekends Mm -hmm. uh, when there's a chance for me to gather all my in-laws and everyone, I start this course and actually design a schedule uh, that is handed to each and every kid for them to know exactly what they will be sitting for. you know. And uh, I do it for free. Maybe soon enough I'll be charging them, but <laughs> that's for now. just the progress. And they love it. They actually call me. I designed a WhatsApp group for them. Mm. And that's how we interact together so that I can make sure that they learn and practice what we actually had together. So that was more of my summer sort of initiative with those kids who are staying here and not traveling for summer break. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: About pursuing passions, what did you struggle with? Because, you know, being corporate. Yeah, exactly. And you're married with kids. Like, how do you make sure you make enough time for yourself? How do you keep the motivation? Because I know, like, but the podcasting takes a lot from me as well it Does yes. it's a weekly thing preparations
0: it, and you it's know, everything it mentally
1: financially but also being present yes doing all of that and you know i, I, I i've said, I've said a few times like i have to keep motivating myself of doing it yeah. but what challenges do you go through
0: there's a funny part to it because every chef would be good only when they try to break out the standard uh, recipes to their liking and their household so what I did, I actually de-stressed myself by being in the kitchen. Okay. This is my first step into the kitchen. I, I'm actually happy when I'm inside the kitchen. So the smell of bakes in the morning with coffee and something that I prepared mm. and the house wakes up to makes a lot of difference, you know, with me and the family. Using the right techniques and tools. I'm thankful that I had the right investment into buying, for instance, the right oven that would cater to my needs at home because mm-hmm. any standard oven here in Dubai that you have built in the house or even bought it from Carrefour or whatever super hypermarket mm-hmm. is not that right oven that I'd be willing mm-hmm. to work with you know you need the right oven that would cater to your exact dishes and food that you make because there are certain dishes that I cook below 120 degrees Celsius, and this is not available in any normal conventional oven. Mm. And you need to slow cook for hours. Certain mm. meals that I make, I leave the oven open for 24 hours. Oh, really? Yeah, because you need to get that brisket well tenderized and stuff like that. So these things are not available with normal ovens. So I've put my right investment mm. into that particular oven. It's not expensive, but again, it's your awareness of what you want to cook. Yeah. I You have a lot of chefs online, a lot of food bloggers Mm. here and there. There's just thousands of them, especially here in Dubai. Mm. But what would differentiate them is the way they address the food that they're eating or how passionate you can really see they are on on this particular dish or whatever they're doing in the culinary art. So what I want to thank also who actually helped elevate this in me was my wife Mm. because I can make really delicious dishes but I can never plate them properly for it to look appetizing for your eyes to actually want to eat it. You and that's know? half of it, right? Yes, that's like half exactly. the experience. And I'm yeah. terrible at plating. Okay. You know, I'm not really that good. Well, everyone has to know that now. But <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not really that good at plate. She comes in and she just manages to color it and fix oh. a few things here and there. It looks so fancy. You know, like, wow, you know. But I give you that right delicious Flavor that you're mm. looking for, you know. Yeah. But the look, no. Which is exactly like you said, half of yeah. buying a dish. Why would I actually want to eat that? Yeah, know? like
1: when you go to zoom on the likes, you pay. For like, also, oh, oh, it
0: looks nice. I'll take <laughs> that. You yeah. know, I I don't have that. Looks nice. I know. I'm like, it tastes nice. It tastes know? nice. Yeah. I promise. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um Actually, you brought up a very good point. uh I think partners have a big part of our yes, motivating. Pers- yes. exactly. Exactly. How how did your wife react to it when you were like, okay, I'm gonna go and study this?
0: Well, I asked her a question. I was like, mm. did you? you ever know that your husband would be uh, passionate about cooking or Mm. being a chef she said i knew that from the day i married you i'm
1: like how
0: you know because it took us years you know and i couldn't even boil an egg
1: before i started yeah
0: i hardly made tea or anything i even one time when we first got married i tried to surprise her uh with a dish and a pizza and it was a royal mess (laughs) I, and I had to order something from outside and just yeah. cover it up, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And <laughs> a for effort. Exactly, you know. But then, yeah, definitely partners play a big role in our life.
1: Like, like before I started that uh, podcast, I knew my podcast will always be personal. It will touch my family life, my relationship and my family both. Mm. Yeah, and I remember I spoke to my husband and I spoke to my brother about it. So I'm like, listen, I'm going to start a podcast mm. about my life. You guys will be mentioned. Exactly, And most likely you will hear of it, especially um, our background is GCC. So, Mm, mm, you know, mm, it mm. impacts reputation, what people think of you, what people will say. And also Ahmed's family as well, all of that. So I feel like that was my first support that I got. And then throughout the running the podcast, because as I told you, it takes mm. hours from the weekend Correct. or it takes, you know, a slot of time, even if it's an hour or two, it, yeah, it takes time, right? Yeah,
0: you're right, you're right. There's a lot of effort.
1: And so I'm um, an investment and he helped a lot, especially in the beginning at a makeshift studio at home, which was, this is why I'm here. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't keep doing, I was doing such a bad <laughs> job at it. I was like, yeah. why do I look like this? Why do I sound like what happened? Yeah, yeah
0: something's not right. So, yeah,
1: everything was not right. Uh, so this is why I got to Podster, but he was there throughout and I feel I could only imagine how bad it would have gone if it was a, par- a partner who wasn't supportive yeah, you yeah, know or yeah. wasn't understanding or he'd he just you know exactly. you
0: would have killed it from yeah. the like you're wasting your time or yeah. but nevertheless he actually motivated you yeah. look at look at you today Thank you, you yeah. know mashallah and with, with this effort and this support that's where we are me too you know I, i'm really thankful to my wife and the family Because in the beginning, like, what are you doing? What are you doing in the kitchen? No, this doesn't taste really good. uh, I don't think you should do it that way. You should do it that way. Mm. But then this constructive views and opinions that they give you with Mm. time, it starts building up into a positive habit. So you're like, in the beginning, I never accepted any negative talk about anything I baked. Never, you know? I'm like, you don't know anything? Stay away from it. Get (laughs) out of my um, kitchen. You're in defense. Yeah, defensive and agitated and like, all right. But then later on with time, you start realizing that, they're right, you know, why, yeah. why am I not listening to them? And yeah. it pays off and, yeah. and a certain meal or a certain dish. You know, even our moms, they've been doing food all their life and we never really even thanked them, you know. Mm. It's like part of their job. But then, again, a mom doesn't give you that culinary experience because... If it's a five milli, milligrams of salt, it is a five milligrams of salt. Mom can put 10 by mistake. By or, heart, you know, yeah, okay. the 20, measurement is just, by heart. It, just, it works like that. <laughs> yeah. And we still eat it, yeah. you know. But then that's what makes a difference between a true chef and a mom chef. Mm. And at the end of the day, mom chefs are always the best. you mm. know. But then why would you keep going to that same restaurant and eat that same meal? Because they're culinary experience in designing and creating that dish is the same Mm. every time you go there you taste the same dish with the same flavor that you like
1: consistency exactly
0: and it just adds to your mental uh, happiness and you're just there because you love that dish and i'm not talking about of course any of the junk food or anything like that but again i love shawarma Mm. so shawarma it differs from one restaurant to the other but you know what shawarma is like at Mm. the end of the day and then you want to eat sushi again not all people do the sushi Mm. right so these things all, always add up, but we don't give it attention. Yeah. We don't really care about, hey, there's extra wasabi. They've put more salt. The ginger uh, is, is not that good, you know. So it differs from one person to the other.
1: Yeah. Have you become more pickier? yes
0: <laughs> very picky yeah and even my, my family they keep relying on me when i'm choosing a restaurant okay. or something uh, so much because pressure. <laughs> yeah it is by the way yeah. absolutely you know because i'm like whatever you guys like you know and mm. then when i taste the food i'm like no i'm i'm just gonna I'm, I'm happy like that and to be honest i've been eating at home a lot i mm. do my own food okay. and when they tell me come on enough eating at home i'm like why don't you just come over mm. uh we'll try this new dish like I was telling before the podcast about this Mongolian beef and they came over and they were astonished, you know, like, wow, even that Mexican, uh, hazelnut chocolate atoll mm. uh, dessert, they were like, this is insanely good. I also make my own ice cream at home.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, different,
0: um, you know, flavors and mainly chocolate, but you have different flavors and fusions in these mm. flavors that I put and it adds up a lot, you know? So yeah.
1: Then is a supper club something you'd be interested to do?
0: well a lot of people are telling me that Mm. to explore that i have a few chef friends who are actually doing that right now Mm. but the effort and time you need for that um, it pays off at the end of the day but i don't have that especially with my corporate life Mm. and then uh, now with the networking and Mm. the work and the family so yeah not really maybe sometime in the future you never know and again with the chef bezos academy and a lot of these things here and there, uh, I'm still not finding time to squeeze it in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's a lot of challenges. Yeah. And this is something you addressed earlier, uh, especially with, for instance, you've been in corporate life, like you correctly mentioned, and the time you spend in preparing for a podcast and just making sure that everything is hopefully going to be as perfect as mm-hmm. you imagine it would be. Same thing for me, because when I record a certain recipe or a certain dish that I'm making it's a four or five hour recording it's not really? a half hour or it one hour because looks so much shorter it, it does because yeah. you squeeze it into one minute yeah. and with all the recipes and the voiceover you know you're there you know to arrive to that moment, it takes time. Mm. And, you know, you need to balance between that with your time with the family. At first, my family were like, you're so rude. You don't sit with us. Oh, you're always okay. on your phone. You're editing on your laptop. You're, you're, you're I'm like, all right, it's going to pay off later on. Not necessarily now, but mm. give me that space. They did. They were supportive enough. But then now I managed to understand that it's not fair for them, mm. uh, for me to be always sitting around with my phone and checking my blogs and Instagram or whatever I need to give that another time so I'll give that one hour later on because any of the dishes that I prepare if I'm preparing without video shooting or anything it doesn't even take half an hour
1: yeah, yeah. Fuffing, fuffing exactly, around putting this. The camera no the and light didn't and work no, and I, exactly you know yeah no
0: so all this effort comes into play as a challenge and mm. in, in addition to the challenge of going to the office dropping your kids to school coming back you know sitting a bit then realizing what you're ready to do again for the next day so there's a lot of pre-planning and yeah. planning that takes place I'm it takes sure a lot of that. mental does, space yes, right yes.
1: I'm like in my head I was like what did I used to do yeah <laughs> <Before> what, exactly <laughs>
0: what, what? what is, I was just on Netflix yeah, that's no, no, you not yeah. 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 It's, it's different, different. yeah and maybe not park or anything yeah. like that we could do something but now your focus is totally different yeah. like, uh, and i'm not willing to go back to sitting in the park just for i was gonna like, ask you, time, you know? do you think
1: you'd ever stop chefing or do you think you'll give it less time or less importance or like when is enough that's a big question yeah, for me. yeah
0: yeah what is uh, enough not no i don't i don't see it stopping at all yeah. It's actually growing day yeah. by day Yeah, And uh, I'm looking forward to actually making sure That I have the opportunity to make people really taste my mm. food Because right now it's between my friends, relatives and house And my Instagram and mm. YouTube So it's all online, any social media chef sort of thing But I want to put this out to okay. the public I want people to actually really taste my food Because they really see the flavor and the type of food that I'm baking or cooking to their like and I'm sure of that because the amount of good reviews that Mm. I got from the people around is making me have the guts to hopefully do something about it you know
1: so you want to get beyond the screen absolutely right well um thank you so much for today's episode it's my pleasure before we wrap up what advice would you give someone pursuing any passion Knowing that they're busy, you know, we're not telling people to quit their jobs yeah, yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So what would what's the last message for them or what, something actually you wish someone told you before you embarked on this journey?
0: Well, it's, it's never too late, regardless how old or young you That's are. a really good one. If you have that true passion that you see yourself doing, whether you're a, a, a director or a cameraman or whatever you're doing, even if you're driving a taxi. If you have that passion right now and you see yourself doing it pursue it don't mm-hmm. don't stop don't wait even if you start with anything on my first youtube video if you watch it you'll laugh your heart out it's it's seriously one of the silliest things <laughs> the love, worst the worst editing <laughs> yeah. that anyone can ever I do love first attempts. seriously they it's hilarious <laughs> i'm looking forward to hopefully reposting that yeah. video because i right now i can't imagine myself doing it back then you know yeah. like what was i thinking yeah. you know how did i do that you know yeah I'm, so yeah, you will evolve, and yeah. in no time it picks up very well if you're very really fast, passionate about way. it, and yeah. you see yourself really growing into it. Mm. Then do it. Don't yeah. don't wait. Even if you're getting a lot of negative thoughts, which is a negative comments from people, and this happens mm. uh, in anything you do. You know, people don't like the best for everyone else. You know, yeah. so you just pursue it yourself and go for it. Yeah. And now is the time. You know.
1: That's a really good advice because I think, and we had this conversation before. I think. We put too many obstacles yeah. ahead of us, and no, because that's the way the brain protects exactly. you, right? Yes. I Remember, there's a colleague of mine asked me, and she when she learned I had a podcast, she started asking me. She was like, "Is it better to have no fo- uh, like small following before you start a podcast, or should you have an, an established following, following and then uh. have a podcast?" I'm like. Pros and cons. You yeah. can have both. It's either or. But exactly. honestly, when I had zero following or less following, it was easy to mess up.
0: Correct. You yeah. know? But I stakes have to be careful, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah. The stakes get
1: higher. You're like, I can't mess up. And of course, we impose these things. But yeah. it gave me that freedom because it took me... I've been doing this for what, two years now. And I think this is the season where I became... More comfortable, mm, more confident, mm, mm, knowing mm. what I want. Because there's a lot of trial and error, I'm yeah, sure.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. that's you know? all about trial and error. Yeah. It's how you cover it up, especially yeah. for us chefs, you know. <laughs> yes. I, I accidentally put extra salt. What are you <laughs> going to do, you, you know? know. Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, well,
1: thank it's you for today. That.
0: It's my pleasure, razamallah.
1: I uh, had a great episode with you. And I, I hope I'm going to taste some of your dishes soon. And I'm sure Inshallah, akid.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thank you. And thank, thank you for joining us today. Let me know what's your passion like. Are you pursuing it? Do you think there is something lingering in, your head, in the back of your head telling you to do something, but you're making up excuses because most likely that's all of us. <laughs> this is the sign for you to go and do it, whatever it is. Start small, start big, just go all out. Yeah. See you next time. Thank you.